Hello, everyone, and welcome to After the Plot, the show that brings you the stories you didn't know you didn't know. I am your host, Good Job Lacey. I am your co-host, Nolan Lacey. So glad everybody could join us this month. I just want to remind you, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and click the like or subscribe or automatically connect with us, depending on what you're watching us on. (laughs) Click, Click the thing right now. Click... Click the button below that brings more of us to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, man, I'm 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 pretty excited about the episode that we're going to be bringing the uh, the audience this month. Ah, a- absolutely. This might be the most complete assignment mm-hmm. we've ever finished. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we found out about the story. We we set up the investigation. We mm-hmm. we we found some contacts. Uh, oh yeah. To meet, and then we we reported on the story. And here we are here we are here we are still there's something it's like i don't know i like i feel like we forgot something there's no way we were we were so completely thorough <sighs> in this yeah. one we couldn't have forgotten anything we paid the guy yeah the we, guy got his money we didn't leave the microphones uh, uh last time i checked they're both there uh-huh, we had everything turned on i'm pretty sure i'm yeah. pretty sure all the lights were green so still wearing pants good good mm-hmm. yeah man last time you lost your pants that was i mean that was a whole other thing mm-hmm. holy cow okay wait how did we get here let's back up No, a little further. A candidacy for the mayor of Mars. Here we go. Let's start with the 3,756th election for the mayor of Mars. The outgoing mayor is Khan Jarder. And there are three competing political parties, sort of. Manhunters, the Martians, and the Mechanicum. But we'll get to those later. To better understand the political structure on Mars... We met up with our good friend, Professor Hero Lindberger, who happens to have an honorary doctorate in Martian anthropology from Brown University? Uh, Red University, actually. Oh, sorry. No worries. Uh, So yes, you see, Mars has a very different political structure than anything we've seen on Earth. Uh, Some historical records trace this difference back to when humans first started landing on Mars. You see, Martians were always aware of of these exploration teams, and even considered meeting and trading with Earthlings. Oh, really? However, after an unsuccessful series of visits from uh, Val Kilmer and then Jerry O'Connell, these plans were throttled back. Uh, and the nail in the coffin was the unfortunate uh, ambassadorship by Matt Damon in the uh, early 21st century. The, the, the light reflecting from its forehead, it was just too bright for him. They couldn't stare directly at him. It's so a problem. It, yeah, no, it's, it's, he's facing its whole life. It's unfortunate. So, you, you know, it's, it's developed very differently than any Earth-based political system. Fascinating. Are there any other major differences on Mars or maybe in Martian society that might help us during this story? 
Actually, Mars is uh, more similar to Earth than a lot of people realize. Hmm. Much like Earth-based toilets, the direction of roundabouts in Mar Martian traffic are uh, dependent upon which hemisphere you're currently in. So, what can you tell us about the upcoming Martian election? I mean, I guess the planet itself is, you know, probably communist or, or, or republican. Because it's all red. The dirt. Yep. The ground's red. Yep, red. Do you get it? Because it's red. Yep. Nope. No, I, I got it the first time. Uh, the, the pigment of the dirt really has nothing to do with its political leading. Um, actually, dirt itself, uh, even on Mars, has no uh, political leading in either direction, per se. Uh, Mars actually gets that pigment uh, from eating massive amounts of krill. Oh, yeah, I get... Oh, oh, wait, what? Ooh, man, I could go for some krill. Oh, my God. I My mom used to make the best krill gumbo. Have you so, ever... Have you ever had macaroni and cheese? Oh, my gosh. you Your mom did that, too? Mm-hmm. Where you, oh. like, leave the krill out overnight and let it dry up a little bit? Oh, I thought that was I thought that was just a uh, a Copenhagen thing. I mm. I've, I've you and I are going to swap recipes after this. Our mom I've never did a... that. What are you talking about? Don't you remember the grilled krill that we would do? No. And you had the tiny little a lot of it would fall through the bars, but you could put them right across the top. Oh yeah, no. No, the the secret to that I found was uh, uh taking you know that little that little mesh drain cover some things have. Mm -hmm. You take one of those and you put that on the grill and that'll do it. Or you just put a like a tea candle underneath it. Do you know what I saw on Pinterest? Krilled cheese sandwich. Oh my god, why have I never thought of that? Anyway, the place we should really start is with Marvin the Martian. The Martian Manhunter wants to take away your death rays, and his environmental plan will set the flying saucer manufacturing industry back decades. This November, remember to vote for Marvin the Martian, a candidate who cares about maintaining Martian monetary momentum. This is Marvin the Martian, and I approve this message. Isn't that lovely? In order to get the inside scoop on this first candidate, we spoke with Thasia Doris a reporter for the Mars Messenger, a local newspaper. So, while Marvin was an interesting candidate for mayor of Mars by any journalistic standard, this was by no means his first appearance in the limelight, public service related or not. What do you mean? Well, even from an early age, he's been in the public eye. One of his first elected positions was to the Council Advisors, where he was a major proponent of a trans-Earth Venusian observation lane. Unfortunately, due to a shortage of earth-shattering kabooms at the time, the project was abandoned. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Hold on, wait now, a trans-Earth what now? Also, major contributions to the intersection of STEM and manufacturing. Without Marvin, Mars would have never become the solar system's largest exporter of the Illudium Q36 explosive space modulator. Is that where those come from? Huh, I've, I've got an old one of those back in the studio. I didn't, I never, I never knew they, uh, they came from Mars. Yep. Huh. How about that? 
I think man is the most interesting insect on Earth, don't you? There is a growing tendency to think of man as a rational thinking being, which is absurd. Wait, hold on. What were you doing on Mars in the first place? Oh, <laughs> it's funny you should ask. Uh, I was on a six-week vacation, a, a little side hobby of mine, uh, trying to collect my rare interstellar uh, rock collection. Yeah? Really? Yeah, you know, just just trying to, trying to complete it up there. I, I was looking for a sample of unobtainium. Really? Yeah. I, I, I already found a little can't find a night and uh, the last known trace of where is idiom uh, in the solar system, but I, I didn't have any unobtainium. Man, the rocks. Really? Like, Nolan, you're gonna let that one slide? I, I... Marvin the Martian was uh, running this election from a very authoritarian platform. Uh, Pro-giant laser, pro-big saucer, you, you know, he's he's very good at uh, taking tough situations and repurposing them to fit his campaign. What sort of situations are you talking about? Could you give us an example of what's going on? Well, uh, the, the main one I think of is uh, climate change. It's, mm. it's so bad that Mars doesn't actually have any atmosphere to speak of. Uh, but instead of leaning towards environmental legislation, which might actually rectify some of this, uh, Marvin simply rewrote the narrative that Mars was into climate change way before it was cool. And this is the sort of thing that a majority of um, uh, people from Mars uh, could really get behind. People from Mars? You're referring to Martians? Well, no, not actually. You see, it's a common misconception that all people from Mars are Martians, but in fact, all Martians are from Mars, but not everybody from Mars is a Martian. So not every Martian is with a... But if you're from Mars... Wait, what? Listen, I, I don't have time to explain it. You just, just Google it, educate yourself, you know, so you don't sound so ignorant next time. It's okay, we all... This is coming from a place of love. Good job. Uh, anyway, because of this sentiment, Marvin was able to build a base of followers that was, um... Oh, how do I say this? Mindless? Malcontent? More or less, yes. Don't fall for fancy hats and light-hearted gimmicks. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom! This November, vote for a candidate that will put Mars first. A candidate that stands for truth and justice. As mayor of Mars, I promise to put Mars first. Brought to you by the Martian Manhunter for Mayor. I mean, you couldn't find a more contrasting candidate than John Johns. This guy seemed like a shoe-in. He had a military background, something Marvin lacks. Don't let that helmet fool you. He was pro-open borders with Earth and the OPA. Hell, I mean, the guy even served in the Justice League for a time. As far as debates go, forget it. 
This guy was unflappable. Yeah, we're going to bring back saucer manufacturing like you've never seen it before. Mr. Jones, your response? Well, I'd say that smells a little like corruption. <gasps> well, perhaps he who smelt it doubted it. Well, you denied it. You supplied it. Hey, buddy, you did the rhyme. You did the crime. I'm rubber and you're glue, so whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Hmm, what? I mean, the guy was the political powerhouse. So what happened? Well, the incident. But hold on, we'll get there soon enough. You see, while elections on Earth, depending on where you look, can be contentious to say the least, on Mars, they were much different. More orderly, calm, and organized. Almost, you might say, a role model for what our elections could be. I'll let the professor explain. Yes, there's lots of facets of daily life on Mars that make many Martians take things for granted. Uh, For example, due to the climate on Mars, uh, ice cream is is readily available treat for everybody. It's it's everywhere. However, it is pronounced ice cream, uh, and it's all rub raisin. Ugh. Gross. I know. Also, you might not know this, but uh, Mars is the only planet with uh, flavored Wi-Fi, but it it is also rub raisin. How? I, you know, it's it's better if you don't get into it. Uh, anyway, because of the docile nature of much of the Martian political landscape, uh, people were completely unprepared for the violence when it started. Oh, wow. Violence? Really? You know, first it was small things like the occasional hustle from the local cab driver. Hey, man, I got five kids to feed. Take him to the dentist. But soon it escalated to things like explosions at the local spaceport. Excuse me? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks! And to truly understand, you know, how this affected the election, not to mention the population as a whole, uh, you really have to understand the political base for each candidate. So we went looking for each candidate's base. Just regular working folks, or Martians, I, or people from Mars. We're here at Sidonia's. It's a restaurant that is reportedly pretty popular for the people in Marvin's political base. Remember that giant face pyramid on Mars back in the early 70s? Oh, is this, is this that place? Yeah, on, yeah, this is. That's this place? Yeah, wow. that's this place. Wow. Anyway, let's see if we can uh, uh, talk to the host and grab a table. Welcome to Sidonia's. My name is Olmec of the Hidden Restaurant. You could start by ordering the deep-fried wings of Saturn for the table, which may come with a side of sriracha aioli. Then you will have the choice of ordering chicken or maybe the veal. Either way, your path might contain a Caesar salad or maybe even a carb. But remember, the salads are a side, so there won't be unlimited breadsticks with them. Finally, you'll need to proceed through the dessert menu, where the path is booby-trapped with molten fudge cake, as well as snickerdoodle cookies. The choices are yours alone. Your dinner awaits. Eventually, we ended up speaking with an older couple, throwing darts in the back. 
thanks for speaking with us, you guys. Uh, can you tell us your names? Ah, I got Very good. So what is it initially that drew you to Marvin the Martian's campaign? You mean in regards to, to labor reform? So what you're saying is you think that this will benefit Martians in general? Oh, interesting, interesting. How do you feel that his uh, universal insurance will help everybody on Mars? Uh, it seems like there's a lot of different demographics to cover. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. So with that in mind, we left Sidonia's and headed across town to Green Hill, a smaller suburb with quiet streets and anti-clockwise roundabouts. We stopped in an ice cream parlor and got a few scoops of rum raisin and spoke with some of the customers. We found a couple of Martians who agreed to speak with us about the election and why they would have voted for John John. Uh, so you are? Can you give us your name? Yep. And you? Yep, 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 yep. And you two were both planning on voting for John Johns? Is it is it John Jones or John Johns? I've only ever seen it written. Johns. Jones. Johns. Johns. And can you tell me which social issue he was addressing that really seemed to hit home for the two of you? Yep. 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 Fascinating. And do you think that this is really a generational issue, or more ingrained into the essential fabric of a Martian culture? Yep. 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 Social. 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 Yep. 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 So, politics aside for a second, guys. Between the two, what about him makes him stand out over? Like, I don't want to have a beer with Marvin the Martian. So clearly, neither candidate or their party was expecting the emergence of a third party. Enter the Mechanicum, a group of candidates running on a technocratic platform. They simply wanted to make Mars move more efficiently. As the final days of this protracted election come to a close, go forth to every polling station with the confident knowledge that a vote for Adeptus Mechanicus is a vote for centuries, if not millennia, of peace and prosperity for each and every citizen of the Red Planet. Do not let your conscience be swayed by the bright lights or vivid colors of other candidates where you will find consistency and efficiency within the Mechanicus. In other candidates, you will only find nepotism, cronyism, and pure dysfunction. These guys rolled out plans for serious labor reform, environmental protection, job creation, infrastructure investment. Campaign had way more meat on the bones than the other two candidates, but they weren't taken seriously. So when things started going to hell, literally, nobody bothered to look in their direction. So wait, hang on. Who actually caused the incident? Well, you know, in natural fashion, everyone started pointing fingers at the other. 
Supporters of Marvin started attacking supporters of John. I mean, it got really heated. There was even this one time, an interview on Good Morning Mars, it got really out of hand. Yep, 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 yep. (gasps) Okay, fellas, just settle down. And the violence just continued to grow, but soon people started noticing people they had never seen before. Imps, lost souls, and the like. Then it escalated to zombie men and shotgun guys. Maybe a mancubus every couple of days. And this just happened to coincide with the emergence of this third party, the uh, Mechanicum? The Adeptus Mechanicus, yes. Well, see, they had plausible deniability. Being representative of the Empire of Man, which was based on Earth, plus, you gotta remember, they were a nobody, politically speaking. They didn't even have a candidate. Essentially, it was, you elect us, we run things as a group. We reached out to the Mechanicum to see if they wanted to tell their side of the story. They didn't return our call. So we hit them up on the Facebook. Nothing. They had an Instagram, but their last post was like four years ago. Turns out they did have a MySpace they checked regularly. Can you believe that? A freaking MySpace. Anyway, they declined an interview, but they did release a statement. Violence is never the answer. We at the Mechanicum do not condone any act of violence or behavior which could be construed as such. We fully support the MBI in their investigation into the appearance of these dastardly agitators. There was growing suspicion that the Mechanicum was slowly opening a portal to hell and then recruiting these NPCs to disrupt the election, essentially causing a problem that they already had the solution to. Wow. And once the cacodemons and cyberdemons started showing up, well, let's just say they'll be cleaning up that mess for some time. So you see, it got really bad out here. Yeah. A, a lot of people got hurt. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how do you guys like this rub raisin? It's awful. You know, it's kind of growing on me. Yeah, yeah that, the same thing with me. Yeah. You know, I, I used to be allergic to raisins, but I think it was all in my mind. So, um... So what happened, man? Well, the Duke. What? The, 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 the Duke. Uh, him and Doom guy. Doom guy and Duke Nukem. Two of the most well-known names to come out of the 3D first-person shooters at the end of the 20th century. Known for immersive graphics and nearly slapstick over-the-top violence, these guys were rock stars back in their heyday. But once gamers turned to things like MMORPGs or even Souls-like games, Nukem and the guy found themselves in a world that had moved on. But they didn't give up so easily. A brief sitcom a few decades later found them back on the screen. No way I'm eating this shit. Blow it out your ass. (laughs) 
but it didn't last long and fizzled out after only one and a half seasons. After that, they kind of just faded out, especially after the younger guys started taking the video game roles. So yeah, they were uh, out here on Mars. Uh, once a couple of cyber demons were seen blowing up the south end of town, they, they came right out of retirement. Did kind of a, a reunion tour. You should have seen it. It it was, uh, it, it was pardon my French. It was bad, eh? It, it was, it was fantastic. I actually also got you. Know, Dude, guy's so cool. He didn't have to sign my poster of uh, Duke and the Doom guy. You know their sitcom, but he did. He did it. He talked to me for like a whole two minutes. Well, I talked to him, and he he stared and nodded. He didn't say anything. He never talks. That's kind of why the it's kind of why the show didn't do so well. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. You So, yeah, I think uh, I think we really nailed this episode. We got everything that we needed to know. Uh, with that, you know, make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Final Plank. Um, you know, I, I, I think this is where the show's gonna gonna lead. We're, we're really gliding on our success today. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm not arguing. It's just like, somehow it just feels incomplete. What do you mean? I mean... We talked to all of the the people in charge. Mm -hmm. um, we delivered all of the letters. Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to upgrade some of our equipment. We opened all the chests. We, uh, yeah, yeah. We we found all of the underground caverns. We learned that fools do fall in love. We did find out who let the dogs out. Yeah. We we found the people going our way. Yeah. We found uh, where the love went. It's true. Oh. Who actually won the election? What? Who, who's the mayor of Mars? God damn it. After the Plot is produced by Brent and Nolan Lacey. Special thanks this month to Baldemort for his time and talent. Please go check out Baldemort's Guide to Warhammer on YouTube. It is a compendium of Warhammer fact and fantasy. Link in the description. Additional talent this month was provided by David Hallman and Kate Keyes. Theme music composed by Jared Bookbinder. Other music is credited to 8-Bit Instrumental and Tenacious D. Additional sound effects are credited to TabletopAudio.com, WolfensteinGoodies.com, and Freesound.org. After the Plot is a production of Final Blank Media. Kaboom! When did Kermit the Frog get here? Hi ho, Marvin the Martian here. <laughs> Hi ho, Marvin the Martian here. <laughs> <laughs>